Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season 10, episode of 36. Apologies, we're recording on a Tuesday, not a Monday. Uh, apparently this podcast can't run without me. And uh, I was in Nottingham yesterday. Um, I was allowed, uh, first time in almost a year I've travelled that far up north. Um, I was on government business, so I was allowed to travel. And yeah, I drove to Nottingham at, at, at five o'clock in the morning and came back eight o'clock last night. So uh, that's why we're recording on a Tuesday. Um, but um, like old pennies, we've got two of our presenters back to join me on a Tuesday in the form of Canning Town Len. How are you? Where are you? And what are you doing? I'm in the lounge because I got kicked out, Mr. Doe, because the missus needed to make a Skype call. I, I did hear her. You talked to yeah, her. Yeah, I did hear uh, her. With a lot of respect, I'm, I was very pleased to hear that uh, she, she sort of rules the roost and she's in charge in your relationship. You didn't hear very well then. <laughs> he, didn't hear, he didn't hear me giving that bleeding headset. That's oh. not right. It's quarter past seven in the evening. How long have you been married, Len? Well, we've been together for 18 years, I think. No. I'm married? Right. No, we're not married. Oh, you're not married? No. Oh, didn't know that. I assume no. you're married. I'm, I, uh, There's um, no point. It's got half of everything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to ask the same question to uh, Nigel now. I'm Nigel, where married. are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. There you go. Uh, shed number one, shed number two. Shed number one. Have you got numbers on them? No, but it's easy for me. It's the first. So, same question to you. How long has your wife been suffering you? 
Nigel? 32 years this year. 32 years. What's her secret to put up with you? Um, um, that's a good question. Do you know what I was thinking about whether I should interview her as a football widow and and get her to like say what it is about me that makes her stay with me, um, considering all the things she knows that I've done. Um, it is it is a ponder for you me. You do you get a golf fair. widow. You get football widows, you get golf widows and, and yeah. people that are just married to their work and spend all their time. And they, and you do spend a lot of time on football. You know, you will turn up to any old YouTube or podcast that invites you to. Well, um, um, yeah, I don't, not so much now. I have cut back. Um, so I just podcast and write for West Ham till I die at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're not, you're not been going on um, Irons United lately? No, no, no. Well, that's gone down here. Well, I was speaking to Stel yesterday on my way back from Nottingham and he didn't even record on a Sunday. Recorded on a Monday night. Well, we had a game, didn't we? I know, but he could have done it afterwards. But he just couldn't Well, yeah, it's just... Sometimes West Ham can overtake your life. And in in, yeah. in, in my past, you know, it has done that. Um, but now I think I, I, I've got the ability to just, as I did the other week, just go, oh, I just need a little step back. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, good. I mean, it's, it's good for everybody to have a little yeah. step back and more important. Yeah. And the, the reason Stell messaged me, he was questioning my, my source of injuries. Uh, um, he went, well, you know, when I said, as you know, I, I told you that uh, Fournells and Lanzini had knocks and were doubts. Yeah. He said, well, Lanzini paid. And I said, well. There is such a thing as a late fitness test, and he he came on for a a bit part, you know? I also said Fredericks and Randolph were out, but they were, you know, so what? I don't know how he can doubt my uh, sources. Anyway. Fredericks and and, 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 and Randolph out? Yeah, they were. They weren't on the bench. So, Ledzini was the only one who passed a fitness test. Um, Anyway, uh, we played the Red Devils at Old Trafford. Uh, and I'm hoping, uh, you know, you've only got one job to watch the game and you, you watched it. Yeah. Uh, we usually start with Len. So let's start with you this week, uh, Nigel. Um, what did you make of our 1-0 defeat where we, West Ham, were the only people to score a goal? Um, well, I did this, there's two ways a lot of it. There was a lot of negativity around the lineup. Uh, a lot of people you know, moaning about Noble. So so there's been a lot of love for Noble since he announced his retirement. Yeah. The love seemed to have diminished the, 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 on Sunday when he was picked mm-hmm. apart because there was a lot of people thinking, is Moyes Mr. Negative, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was a bit harsh because obviously we knew, you know, I was just going to call him no nails, but obviously uh, four nails was, was, was not playing. So Moyes probably looked he could have at played it. Ben Rama, though. To be fair, he, he could have played Ben Rama. I don't know if if Moyes is is not got his doubts on Ben Rama, but obviously the fact that you know he's not scoring, um, he does a lot of work with the ball, but I, I'm not sure how many chances he's actually creating that that pan out. So he does a lot of good link up play, and I do like Ben Rama, and I think you just got to bear with him, like four nails. Yeah, it may take him six 
to eight months to settle in. It might be we see the best of him next season, Ben Rama. Mm. You know, let's face it, a lot of people were writing four nails off um, six, seven months they ago. Were, yeah. And and look at him now. You know, we do miss him. I, f- I think missing, um, which is a bad sign, actually, Jesse Lingard, um, he obviously showed in the performance. And why that's a bad sign is because there's no right to buy because we're relying on Man United... He will come to us. ...wanting to sell him. Well, you know, we'll They've see. got another year. They've got 12 months and another year. But yeah, he, but he's, he's doing so we'll well. You know, Leicester might think, well, we'll have a bit of go of him. And if Leicester are in Champions League, and, you know, we're, what we've got to try he's and do, we've got to use this time mil. to sell ourselves, to yeah. sell ourselves as a club, as a fan base... And, yeah. and, he wants to come to us. He's made up his oh, mind. I know. Well, yeah, but hold up. Mind's changed, yeah? You know, you'll see Ben Ayoun was signing a contract one day and joined Liverpool the next. You know, <laughs> in, yeah, in football, Sean, you, you yourself know it, 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 it can change in 24 hours, let alone in 24 yeah, yeah. weeks. Yeah, they're mercenaries now. I get that. So that's, that's the point. So I... There's been a lot of criticism about the tactics. Even the press had gone on and had a go at Moyes. He's never won at Old Trafford. In the Daily Mail today, they listed every manager that's won at Old Trafford since uh, 2002, which was when Moyes joined Everton. A scathing article, really, about if West Ham want to join the big boys, they've got to to do better than that. Now, when Moyes changed the tactic, we went 1-0 down through an own goal. Moyes changed it, went more attacking. Um, if you bear in mind, we were under the impression Lanzini was carrying an injury, so possibly couldn't have played an hour. So perhaps he yeah. was always going to bring him on for the last half hour. West yeah. Ham did better with the ball, better possession. But what people are neglecting to look at is Man United had better goal scoring chances after we switched to the back four. Mm, when yeah. Noble went off, yeah, we were more open and they should have actually, if it weren't for the post and Fabianski, they would have got a second or a third. Mm. Yeah, we defensively, we were much tighter um, until we made the substitutions. Saying can I, can that, I put, hold up, can I put that, one boot into Hold up, on. saying that, I much preferred watching us after the substitutions. Yeah. And... Um, sometimes if you play like that, like the loss to Man City, the loss to Man City, everybody was pleased with the performance, not the result, but we were so proud of the performance because of the way we played. We did not take that performance into the Man United game. Now, it could have been the fact that it was Sunday night, 8 o'clock, and I know it shouldn't matter, but sometimes I think that's a stupid time to be playing a game of football. We had a far better team out against City than we could have yes. thought at Man United, though. Oh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We missed Lingard, which, yeah. which you know, if we don't sign him, um, leaves a big hole. Uh, we missed four nails, because I think four nails and Lingard link up really well. Mm, um, me too. Killer you know, blow, that. Yeah, so Killer did. blow. And not just, um, not just as far as personnel, but tactic-wise. Yes. I mean, I can understand a lot of people really, once... You had, he had to make a choice when you couldn't pick Lingard. And, of course, Four Nails wasn't there. Who are you choosing? Now, it's obviously at Noble, Lanzini, or um, um, 
Benrahma. Now, if you started with Benrahma like a lot of people wanted, and we go a little bit gung-ho, or just any old reason, we're at Old Trafford. If we go 1-0 down, what's his tactic after that? Where does he go? Does he, does he go to Johnny Sideways past Noble? He's not passing the ball forwards I, again. I, I think you just go for it and hope you get the first goal. And if not, it, it's job done, you know. My my problem with Noble, and let me get this off my chest, is Noble took some, uh, Thomas Suchek's position. And Suchek didn't seem to know what to do. I agree. And, and, and that was the real big problem. Suchek was just going, well, what do I do now? Um. And, yeah, another great game. And, and, and Suchek is so fundamental. Yeah, yeah. Suchek is so fundamental to our whole squad. It it wasn't. I don't want to do down Noble. It's just no, he was it, put in a position that yeah. Suchek does so well, and 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 and, and it just brought a down yeah. on, on that whole midfield. I agree with you, Sean. Actually, I mean, a lot of criticism always goes to Moise's direction. Noble's a little bit of a defensive catalyst. Is that when he's picked in the team, regardless of who's around him, if you're not getting that ball forward and encouraging forward movement, the the attacking the luck doesn't happen. And this is why people say they coin the phrase "having a go at it." You know, yeah. at least we should. You know, that's kind of what it means. It means the forward momentum that can cause the break, that can cause that little bit of luck you need against these big teams. It never happens with Noble in the team. And and you could say, you've got a fair point to say, well, you know, we see we see with the predicament with without four nows, uh and, and Lingard that um that is lack of investment. And and you can point at the board. You know, that's 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 there's a kernel of truth in that. But we're investing in sentiment now by giving Noble a new contract. We can't throw money away like that if he's not working. No, I, I, I think you can keep Noble at the club for another yeah. year. I'd, uh, it'll, it'll, you know, almost like a cup player. Play him in the cups. Is that his wages ain't gone down though? No, he's a good, and he's. I, I still think he can contribute to Premier League games. Yeah, if we're I, up, I, you know, if we're leading the look game, we'll that, close it out. You know, did we concede the goal because Mark Noble was playing? No, no we didn't. No. So, 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 so yes, Noble stunted our attacking um, ability in a way, but actually that was stunted by not having Jesse Lingard and yeah. Fournells on there. Yeah, exactly. Not by Noble. And I think I might have started Noble as well. I think I might have had the same tactic. I would have done. I would have done. I don't. I don't think. And this is the thing what, what people lost. People were criticising Moyes because it looked negative. His hand was was sort of played for him because he yeah. lost his two of his best attacking players, one through injury, one couldn't play. So he's he's got that. And then when he looks at it, we are light on the bench. I don't think it's through lack of investment. It's it's the lack of quality buys. So it's the it's the the lack of the the, the purchases that have taken place. They never built uh, bought young enough or built built a squad. So hopefully Moyes will set this right. And you've got to give Moyes another couple of transfer windows to add these people in. You know, he'll keep two, the best of Pellegrinis and Billy. Two point six million. Yeah. What is? What the wages we're gonna yeah, pay well, the, for an extra yeah. year 
for an extra year yeah, for Mark Noble, two point six you know, million. That's not a lot in, in the scheme of things. Well, yeah, <laughs> match you would have made. Made. <laughs> No, I don't know how much you were saying. Is, no, yeah, no, yeah. Two hundred quid a month. Uh, two hundred grand a month. Just, I don't just even make the, the point. It ain't two hundred grand a month, is it? Yeah, it is. Two hundred grand a month. That's how much he's on. Fifty grand a oh, week. Fifty grand a week. Yeah, but that ain't you know. Jesse Lingard's on. Well, according to one place I look, Jesse Lingard's on about seventy-five grand a week. No, he's oh, not. He's worth every penny. No, he's not. Let me tell you, I've got a very good uh, contact at Man United. Yeah. He's on 107 grand a week. Right, right? Well, that's what I thought he was on. And that's the thing. He's and on I'll 107 grand a week. And the extras he gets, he gets like seven grand for being the Man United squad. He gets appearance yeah. fees. He gets well, a draw get bonus. He gets a win fans. bonus. No, but no, that's Man United. But hold up. When you look at Man United's pay structure, yeah, and this is the thing. I remember when Man United put Jesse Lingard on under grand a week and people going, you know, it's a good few years ago. Really? Under grand a week, Jesse Lingard? But Rooney, I think, was still there. Rooney, or, or I don't know if it was Latin, was on 300 grand a week. Yeah. yeah? Now, Lingard was playing, was a first-team player, yeah? Lingard was on 30 grand a week before he went to 100 grand. So what we're saying is we've got a player here in the same team, first team, that earns 10% of what the best player in the same team. Football's a team game, yeah? So actually, when you looked at Man United's pay structure, it was quite right that Lingard went to 100 grand a week because actually there's far more players earning more money than him. Far more. You'd be surprised. The, the list I saw, Lingard was, 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 I think, was about 18th or 19th in the top 20 earners of Man United. Mm. That's low, isn't it, realistically? Well, our six-month loan could cost us four and a half mil. We're paying two and a half million in wages. That works out about 113 grand a week in the weeks yeah. he's working for us. We, we paid a one and a half million pound loan fee to Man United. He doesn't get yeah. any of that. And a 500 grand but bonus let's look if we, at, but if the, we the qualify best way to, to look Europe. At it is, that's four and a half mil. It's a lot of money. Jesse, oh, you say that, but Jesse Lingard has been a catalyst oh, to, no, keep yes, us, yeah, I agree. Right, to keep us. In, you know, at the end of the day, when we went top four, top five, we were all looking at the teams below us going, well, they've got games in hand over us. You know, we're going to be eighth or ninth by the time all this happens. Mm-hmm. Well, believe it or not, we got a game in hand and we're fifth. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And I'm so to Lingard for, yeah. t- for turning up and watching the game. No. Like, all right, so his family are at uh, Manchester. Yeah. But uh, that's twice where he hasn't been – he's not eligible to play. The, the problem ain't now, going to Manchester. The things that always worry about me is when we take kids from Man United and go to Manchester is, do they come home with us? <laughs> well, that's another story for the Ravel Morrison days that should maybe uh, left long forgotten. Well, uh, I see that someone – Boxing Day 19 uh, – 2000 uh, and whatever. 2015. I, I, or 14. I think what um, – I see someone put in a complaint that why have the FA not investigated Ravel Morrison's claims on Sam Allardyce? Um, Did they investigate the, the claim about uh, our contract with Snodgrass? That went quiet, didn't it? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, there's a lot of things that they could investigate. You know, they, that was quite a big thing that, um, you know, Ravel come out with publicly to say about the contract. Mm. Um, 
and it's sort of just been people just and because if it is true, you know that's that, that's um, no don't... one word against another can never be proved. Anyway, back to the game. Uh, oh, we're still on. We still on, have you finished your, your synopsis of the game? Poor old uh, um, Craig. Um, yes, so basically, wrap it up. Scoring a goal, he's fifth of the season, but in the wrong end. A goal you celebrated. Yeah, thanks for that, Yeah, in the what? WhatsApp. Yeah, I was only trying to wind up. Um, you been you. you knew I was on the delay. The Piers you Morgan. On delay. The Piers Morgan of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Did yeah. you know, I, I took that from Ian Dale's uh, newsletter, that he said that um, I'm not a big lover of... Uh, um, Piers Morgan, uh, but what he said is he's a, uh, he, in his newsletter. He said he's a professional controversialist, um, and and that's what I like to yeah, see myself as. Free. Yeah, yeah, I do. You're I just like hobbyist. to wind people up and and be controversial for the sake of it. You're absolutely. So you know, I used to be like. I must admit, I used to. You know, there was nothing more than a good wind up. But I don't take it to the extremes that you do. I must admit, I know when. <laughs> True. Anyway, uh, back to the game. Anything more before we move on to Len? I feel we've lost our way a little I bit. I chipped in a little bit. Yeah, you don't have to come back to me. You can get him moving. I just thought Moyes you know, was harshly dealt I just with. Thought, yeah, I did. I thought we were reserved. It's almost like we're setting up to show too much respect. We said the same about Liverpool. We showed too much respect. We 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 set back too defensive. And I think every West Ham fan said, we should have just gone for it. Look, you know, free I, I think I think that's getting a little bit of a cliche, this show, too much respect. In the first 15 minutes, our full-backs were overlapping. They didn't have great games, by the way, the pair of them. Uh, but the first 15 minutes, we were overlapping, and we had the, some possession of the ball and keeping it in their half. Job done with a nil-nil. That's what we set up to do. Unlucky with your own goal, because you never know, 10 or 15 minutes, well, 10 minutes after... We could have brought on a more attacking player. Brought Noble off, changed it a bit, and things might have gone our way. We've had a lot of luck on our way, and we, it didn't happen on there. There's there's no need always for a post-mortem, especially when right. you've got injuries. Let me ask one question. How many shots did we have on target, Len? Zero, I imagine. I didn't see any. Uh, Nigel? Well, actually, one, it could have been one. That's one, not that. yeah. Zero. You were right first. West Ham had 38% of the possession. Obviously, Man United having 62. They had 15 shots, four on target. Uh, Obviously, none of them went in. Uh, We had seven, zero on target. Apparently, Craig Dawson's own goal doesn't count as being on target. Um, So everyone's winding up about the uh, everyone booing up about the starting lineup, saying this player should have played, this player should have played. When they got that, they didn't get a shot on target anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, let's not let's not take it away from um, Manchester United. United. They've got a bloody good team, you know. Second in the league. Yeah, Greenwood, um, uh, Martial wasn't playing. Who else? Rashford, you know. Uh, who's who's the um, the guy who scored against us? He had a good game as well. Tomini, is it? McTominay. McTominay, yeah. Northern McTominay. Yeah. He's good as well. They've got a nice he little... Uh, yeah, they've got a nice little team there. Quiet, um, You know what I mean? They're going about it quietly. Uh, and you they can't had see their, it, Ian. 
they, they had their uh, old. Uh, they've had their problems as well. Their injury problems, obviously. Did you, did you see you walked off with uh, Declan Rice? No. Did you not? Oh no. Fernand- oh, I forgot to mention Fernandez. Hands well, over mouth, it? talking. Maguire and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Wow. Oh, really? What do you reckon they were saying? Come and play for us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, oh, anyway. You know? Anyway. A uh, little bit injury news. Um, as we said, Fournells is going to be fit. Um, for um, Arsenal, so he's, he's past his. Um, as we know, um, everybody came through it all right. Um, Yarmolenko is back on grass, so he's training really? with the first team this week. He won't be ready for Arsenal, but he will be ready after the international break, which has just been moved to a Monday, hasn't it? So the game after the international break was the third of April. It's probably like the fifth or sixth now against Wolves, I think. Um, uh, who else? Um, Arthur Masawaku is training with the under-23s. He's due to feature in a game soon uh, for his first tryout. He should be ready by uh, after the international break and back in the squad. Uh, I drew him only... yesterday. Sorry, you what? I drew him yesterday, Arthur Masawaku. I thought you said you dreamt about him the other no, day. No, I didn't dream about him. Um... And and then finally, you've got um, um, Angelo Angelo um, Obona, uh, who's who's got his boot off, as I think we said before. He's uh, working out in the gym. He's not back on grass for a while, so he's not going to be back after the international break, but should be back by the end of April. So hopefully, we've got a full we've got a full squad. You know, Yarmolenko was supposed to be out for the season. People said equally, people were saying Obona's only out for four weeks, but I think we've always said. A bit longer than that. But I think, you know, even if Bonner was fit for Arsenal, I'm not sure he gets into the team. Let me ask you both that, guys. Um, Nigel, Bonner fit. Does he get does back he in ma- your team? What? F- does he make the Arsenal team? Does he make the Arsenal? Well, does he make the ga- team against Arsenal? <laughs> uh, he'd probably get in the Arsenal team. Um, no, you, you, you play the you people stick- with the shirt, didn't you? Yeah. At the end of the day, Dawson's come in, took his chance and made it his own. And Diop, as well, seems to link yeah. up well with Dawson. So, yeah. I see then Troy, Troy Deeney bigged him up. Yeah, Dawson. I do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Troy Deeney was bigging uh, him up. And, and uh, as we've said, and I think we said last week, but 14 appearances in an as. So, so, all he's got to do is play one more appearance, which is Arsenal. And he's as we've got an obligation to buy him for two point two million. What a bargain! We're forgiving for that own goal. Uh, meanwhile, um, you will not hear me say Belbrainer anymore after this season because his agent have said because that's not, not his name. <laughs> he's not signing. He's not signing. Oh. His contract finishes in June. He wants to stay in Europe, but not with West Ham, and he's leaving on a free. Good job um, I didn't draw him then. Yeah, don't draw him. Ah, miserable. Ungrateful sod. Go on, off on your ear. Perhaps you could draw, draw Bob Buana instead. Yeah, maybe. I think he sold the, um, what does he look like, the fruit Sean? and veg down Queen's Market, Bob Buana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Uh, oh, West Ham women. 
not having a good time, rooted to the bottom of. Um, well, no, look, they're in twelfth. They're, 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 they've got eight points. They're rooted to the bottom of uh, the of the women's uh, Super League, uh, and and they look like they're going to get relegated. And they've had they've had a setback. They've had two more players out for the season. They've got a, a host of injuries. They've loaned some of their best players out. I just Beat don't know what's Bristol going on. Bristol City there. the other day. We yeah, a, yeah, yeah, don't start that again. We'll lose another theme tune. Dear, oh dear, we'll literally lose another female listener. That'll be another complaint on iTunes. Uh, so the old Bristol City's uh, beat West Ham, uh, and Bristol City's are managed by who? Uh, Matt Beard. Beard. Oh, is oh. <laughs> oh What's happening there? Is the, is the dream over? Is it? Well, I got in trouble for asking this question. Uh, so I'm going to tread, well, a senior source. Oh, okay. Um, I did ask whether the, <laughs> whether the, you know, there were funding issues with the women's team. Well, they're never going to admit I, it, are they? I was, uh, I was politely told to go away. <laughs> a, a strange, but, uh, not a strange thing happened, but I noticed they announced... Uh, that they're forming some super female sports club, which is probably not a bad move, actually, where they're going to team up with, um, I, f- I don't know if it's like a ladies hockey team, a ladies netball team, or or whatever, and try and share facilities and stuff like that. So, um, which is probably not a bad shout, but it looks like it's hard it's probably a debate with something else's. Should West Ham have a women's football team? Women's football team, at the end of the day, where does the money come from? It only comes out of West Ham United. So, do we accept... Million and a half, I think. It, that's it, what I'm saying. Do we accept... Well, that's a lot of money, isn't it? Well, this is the thing. Do we Less accept... Noble, that, though. Less than Noble, just said yeah. in there. Yeah, do we... <laughs> that's what I'm saying is... Do we accept that there's two million pound of, of money not not to be earmarked for academy, not to be, but it's going to be earmarked for women's football? Do we accept that, or do we say, "Hold up a minute," you know, this is money that when we're struggling, or when the Mal team, or when West Ham United financially is struggling, can we afford to be putting money into? Uh, a professional league that actually doesn't pay its way, because for me, if if women's football was semi-pro, yeah, yeah wouldn't have a problem. And, and in fact, that's what it should be. They should be semi-pro. All the clubs. It, well, there's no coincidence. Uh, uh, quickly, uh, look yeah. at the top of the table and look at the best teams in Europe. And funny enough, they happen to mirror the best teams in Europe in the men's league. But why is but, that? But you know what? The Let's move away league. from the women's league quick. Let's look at Premier League Two, which is the under twenty threes. Yeah, um, waste same, of time. So thirteenth place, yeah. West Ham with ten points, seventeen games played. We've only won two, lost eleven, drawn four. We're on minus 20 goal difference. We've got 10 points. We're six points adrift from Southampton in 12th place um, and seven points adrift from Leicester City in 11th place. I think the bottom two go down. Uh, Man City top, followed by Blackburn, Spurs, Chelsea, Man United. Then Derby in six. 
Um, we're not making a very good fist of it in the under-23s. I know that, I don't know if you've heard, but but David Moyes explained part of the problem. You've got a bubble. You can't be moving between under-23 bubble and the senior team bubble. So this is why some benches are a little bit empty and you're seeing two goalkeepers on the bench. You can't chop and change. And it's he says it's a, a, a toss-up between... Um, you know, playing, get, letting them have game time in Premier League two versus just sitting in the on the bench and not being used. But, but last of all, uh, under eighteens, we're not doing too well there. Although we are eleventh out of thirteenth there, at least we're not at the bottom. Of it, but we've got we're on thirteen points after sixteen games. Leicester City on the under eighteens below us on nine. Uh, Southampton. Hunt beneath us on six. So while the senior team are doing well on fifth, uh, under 18s, under 23s and women are, are not having a great season. No, but uh, you can't read anything. We're under 23 football is the biggest load of nonsense ever. It, it should well, be it's trying to be competitive. Yeah, it's but it, trying to I'll be tell you how you make it competitive is you scrap it, make it reserve football with no age restrictions whatsoever and do it the old-fashioned way. And and the problem you get is, is this is why I think there is a problem with youth football, is that under twenty three is too old for a start, because if you're twenty two and you're playing in that league, you're not doing well. And if you're not in the first team, you need to be playing first team football. Or by the age, you, you can play two two players over twenty three anyway. So, in yeah, that, but two. But what I'm saying is, is that years ago in reserve team, you would get sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds up against 30, 31, 32-year-olds, players coming back. I used to go over and watch the reserves all the time because you would see some of the first-team players that had been mm. injured and were coming back. Mm. Um, you know, I remember bunking off school to go and watch Trevor Brookings come back in the reserves. I needed to find that Brookings weren't playing. But blimey, the fact that West Ham had possibly put out Brookings was going to be playing meant the crowd for a two o'clock kickoff <laughs> on like a Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon was bigger than a normal reserve game. In hindsight though, Nigel, you should have, should have gone back to school, mate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, perhaps I should have been at school. But anyway, um, it's easy to look back and it and go, yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, you know, reserve football actually taught the youngsters how to, you know, because when they get into the first team, that's the calibre of people they're going up against. That's why I think uh, the youth, you, I understand the cream always rises to the top with youth players. So a young player like Decker and Rice is always going to go through. But for me, the likes of Reece Oxford and um, the other Reese who went the hole, um, I've forgotten his name now. I think they were stunted because they were played too much in under twenty three football. Burke, Reese Burke, not you, mate. That's yeah. the name of the footballer. Yeah. Yes, that's right. But cool. you, I'll take your point about the reserves. We used to fun through their programs. You used to get excited about Matthew Rush and Eamon Dolan, didn't you? Yeah, it don't seem to sort of happen now. Oh, maybe it's because I'm you know nearly fifty years of age. Well, I used to, I my... used to know Eamon Dolan to talk to. I won't say why, but it was quite funny because he had a twin brother, which I never That's knew. That's right. Pierce, <laughs> who played for Arsenal. And I went up and started having a five-minute conversation with him until he got the chance to go, you know, I'm not Eamon. <laughs> you didn't ask him for a cup of tea as well, did you? Like he did Lampard's missus. I, I won't say what I asked him for. 
But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that for you a while. You shot his brother in it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I can read between the lines. So, uh, so I did ask for something, but yeah. And that's when he went, you know, I'm not aiming, didn't you? <laughs> It'll be along in a minute. And then uh, he came. But anyway. Did, did, uh, talking, going back to, uh, um, the game, did you read Tonka's, uh, blog for Clarence Hugh? Yesterday, um, no, you should have told me it was up. All right, yeah. Well, I don't really care on you because he he was. uh, Anyway, Ray Stewart does a regular. um, So, so he 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 sort of stuck up for uh, Mark Noble as well um, and said similar things to what we said. You know, there you go. Um, Think alike. Yeah. Anyway, um, quick update and then questions. Uh, So, I was going to ask you right after a talk last week. How are your non-fungible tokens going? Uh, Very well. Very give well. Us, give it, us a little update for non-fungible uh, tokens. Nineteen of them. Wow. So people, people are yeah, well indeed. People want to invest in Len. You can't blame them, can you? Really? Um, you had, you just slagged off Clarity Hugh, but uh, a nice Clarity Hugh piece yeah, by the nice. or by, by the I'll associate editor. The associate editor you, probably Sean. did did help probably explain. Yeah. That. It did. It did. Well, that's why I asked you, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it's With good to see. Uh, no, NFTs can go up, down, as well as up. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's, it's, down, it's, it's won't go down. No, it's a bit of a craze, isn't it? And uh, you seem to down. think that some of your NFTs were bought by people who aren't even West Ham fans, didn't you? I'm not so sure. Well, I think a couple, a few of them first and now... Um, I seem to have a collector who may be a listener, if you're out Ooh. there, who Ooh. seems uh, who seems. Tell like us which ones to... have been sold, because last you said your first yeah, one was Mark Noble. Yeah. Who's who's uh, well, what have you sold? Um, I've sold a one moment in front of me. Um, I've sold. This makes good. Grimes sold oh, you want, you want his the, piece for, for six million. So well, we sold Noble off the yeah. top of my head. There's yeah. Noble, all of the first team, except oh, the, right. um, you've sold the first. No, team. no, no, all of the first team except for uh, the goalie and the few who haven't published yet. So Masuaku is up on there. Went up there today. So you know, if you want to get you know getting quick, you know. Um, um, a few the Bobby Moore sold. Oh, the did Bobby it? Moore sold. He smashed the transfer record. Did that, Bobby? What was he up in Ephraim? What was his 0. price? 0. 0.5. Oh, wow! Good investment for someone there, especially yeah, out in the I, World Cup. There'll yeah. be more King tokens like that. Uh, but yeah, really good debut. Really exciting. Um, really worthwhile doing. If you've got a bit of F. Or wreath, whatever you want. I've only you seen you written it, I, down. I, I was having a look. You can buy in dollars as well, can't you? It's an option when you buy. I, I noticed that. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know. Yeah, I'm outside of it, you see. I mean, you this still is why your... I asked you, Sean. Yeah, I know, I know. We, 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 we will catch up and talk in the week. Yeah. Uh, but you can buy in dollars. I was telling Nigel. Uh, I see uh, London Stadium haven't gone yet. I, I'm, I might even be tempted to invest. Yeah, buy it. You've been on about it enough. 
I do bleat on about it. So, Bloody uh, I might, uh, put your money yeah. where your mouth is. If you think it's such a good place to be, you buy the NFT. Yeah, no, no. I think, and you I can, think... and those, there's Upton Park there as well. Both no, no, I, I'm not living Upton in the past. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I, I, I love you know no, no. that I priced Upton Park up more than London Stadium. I'm did not you? Stupid, you know? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you know, not, it's a, that's a... That's a government subsidised F- NFT. I'm not saying that for full price. <laughs> we'll, so <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll have to go through and buy it now. I will. Once the gas fees are low, I'm going to buy that one. Then. Anyway, uh, if, if you do want to look for stuff, a uh, little bit of a plug for Len here, uh, go to OpenSea.io. I think it's IO. Search for Canning Town Len. In uh, in the search engines like eBay, and there you can buy, uh, you can buy Crypto Kitty for about four hundred grand. Uh, you can buy um, uh, Grimes's latest thing for six million, or you can buy a more reasonable Canning Town Len NFT. Prices vary. Prices vary. Yeah, you can pick and a I bargain think, up. I you think without up. without letting out a secret, um, before we came on air. Uh, a little other presenter that is that is here today might be dipping his toe in the market for an NFT himself. Is Can't that, blame is that him. is that right, um, Nigel? Sorry, what? You're, you <laughs> you're looking to invite uh, in, invest in an NFT yourself. What kind of an NFT would you go for? A player or or a property? Uh, not a property. I'd probably go for a unique piece of artwork. Let's have a look at. Let's have a look. Let me. Let me. Let me. Technically, I couldn't. I can't. I do requests. No, it don't work like that. Well, well I might do, be able to do one for you. I've I got a good one for Nigel. I could put up a nice little Derek Owls. Nice little cheapy. Should I have yeah. a little Derek Owls? <laughs> Who was the bloke? He always sure. says he he knew you. He, he, what are we Harry No, Charles. Uh, something Charles. Gary um, Charles. Gary Charles used to do Gary Charles for him. <laughs> I went to school with Gary Charles. We were in the same class. I could have been at him, but he 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 got I've never picked. Said that. It was, I could not oh, oh, believe me. He got picked for the I, team, and I didn't. <laughs> uh, I, I I could never. Uh, I was I was never in his league. Anyway. Uh, Anyway, enough of blockchain and, and crypto uh, fads. Um, on with the football. Um, apparently, this week, I think it's Thursday, they're voting for the last two games to be held with fans. 10,000 will be, I think, announced no, via ballot. When you say uh, last for, two games, you need yeah, to caveat last that. Two, Go on. Last two home games for West Ham. No, no, last two games of the season. So that will mean there'll be fans. Last for two weekends of the season. Stars two weekends. So it will still uh, be that West Ham have up to 10,000 or 10,000 via ballot minus some corporate What are they going to do? Sponsorship are they going to call off one of the. Are they going to like postpone oh, one weekend of games and then move them to our. Oh, no, yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. So that, their option is to actually move the uh, the games. Yeah, exactly that to fit within the. Uh, I'll be all right, obviously. Um, but um, you know, I hope hope you get a ticket. Yeah. So, so my wife just texts me, 
have you told them about the seatbelt deal? So I, I keep getting in trouble for not wearing a seatbelt. So because you, you've mentioned my wife, this is what she does now. So my son keeps saying he didn't wear his seatbelt again, mum, when he was driving, you know. So she said... If, no one likes the grass. No, well, that's true. I do tell him that, you know, but his mum does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's told me, you know, you always know. He's, he's yeah. in Eastead. No one was like the grass. That's right. So, he, so she said, if I die in, in a car crash and I ain't got a seatbelt on, she's going to bury me in a Tottenham shirt and only have Millwall flowers. Oh, that's I fucking with that. evil. I, I I could help with that. I could I could do an article on Clarity yeah. You and help Sam. To with that. which point I said, "Well, you can just imagine the policeman that turns up the first on the scene as he walks away from my dead body, going, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard." And his mate goes, "Why is that?" He said, "The geezer just asked me to put his seatbelt on." <laughs> boom boom, but. Yeah, that's you know. So that anyway, is, uh, any, other, <laughs> any other business? You're, she's going to have to listen to this podcast, particularly when we talk about a long suffering. Did you see your email from the supporters club? Oh, I haven't actually. I oh. haven't. So it seems that they've signed the lease. Another part of the old. Oh, I know. I knew they. I mean, obviously, I was going, aware that. Yeah, but now it looks like it's done because. Yeah, um, I, I it was looks aware. like they're going to start emptying out the building. Yeah, it was going to happen. It's the right thing to do, Nigel. Are they going to be still at the last drop? I don't, I'm not disputing yeah, it's not the right thing to do. From a personal point of view, there was no options given to the members. So, the members... Who technically are thought the the committee? Oh come on! No, no, no! I'm not it, picking holes. I'm just saying it's it, it. Sometimes, yeah, you get a committee and they do what they want. Now, remember, this is what we fought against: a committee doing what they wanted, not what the not what the membership wanted. I now, think I fully understand member. that there was a building that they didn't know what to do. Now, me, I thought I was fighting the people to stop them getting rid of it and getting the money and everything to keep Castle Street alive. But and it's in some ways me. it is keeping. No, it's a I, 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 Sean, Sean, Sean. Right, and this is the thing. We don't know what it is or whatever. Is it going to be used for West Ham fans? No. And this is and this is where I go, well, hold up a minute. Wasn't What was the options? We don't know. We don't, I do. This is my problem. I do. I do. Hold up, Sean. They've yeah. not gone in an email, have they? They've not come out and said, look, this is what we want to do. What do you think? Go no, to the membership. Do you know other because, ways? Because it's confidential. Uh, but this is the Discussing thing, leases are confidential, mate. But the, hang on. This is a membership. I thought, yeah, that it was a membership thing. Yeah? So it, does the committee just get to do what they want? I think uh, within certain boundaries, yes. All right. So this as, is as long as they look after, as long as it's in the best interests of the support, uh, the right. members. Who decides yeah. now? Who decides? And, and there are the certain issues of the membership. Does um, the membership on something important as this not at least get to um, say there are certain well, issues that they can't discuss? Anyway, okay. I've just read the email. 
I thought you'll be going there and getting the old club house furniture. Don't worry. Yeah, I can do that. I've just read that. So don't worry. Furniture. You'll be filling your your van and your thing with club furniture. Well, yeah. So, but what I'm saying, and this is the thing, this is typical you. Yeah, you 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 skirt around. You try and change the 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 the, um, the subject. You point a finger elsewhere instead of answering the bloody thing. Do you not think? ignore that it's West Ham Supporters Club, that if there's a membership base and there's a committee and the committee's making decisions like that, that they should go first and say, what do you think? Because actually, we're now losing another part. I thought we were fighting. Do you not think we were fighting to save that building? No, we weren't. No, we weren't. We were fight, fight, fighting to save the club and not the building. So, oh, right? But what is the let, club let tell you, building? Right, well, let me tell you, right? So the club that's been around for over 70 years is an institution. Hang on, just let, listen. Right? To, I know it. So uh, you don't need to come right. out with all that crap. We were fighting. Right, here's the problem. As you know too well, we were fighting over the assets. The two flats in Green Street, and mismanagement of finances in the past. I'm yes. not going to go into it. Yeah, right? I agree. That, yeah. that Castle Clubhouse, Castle Street Clubhouse, was an albatross round their neck with one member of the committee bankrolling it personally. And I thought they should have got rid of it a long well, time up, ago. Well, Hang on, right. let me finish and you can have your say. Go on, then. They have managed to now get rid of this liability Otherwise, the money, the members' money that was made for the sale and the future of the club from the two um, two sales of the flats would be withering away, paying thousands and thousands every single month, and it was thousands every month, for an empty shell that West Ham fans don't want to go to. I'm, I know there's nostalgia, but it was an albatross. Right, it but this is the thing. When there's a, it was a peppercorn rent, am I led to believe? It was a peppercorn rent of five pence a year. Yes. So what the, what would the, what what would the thousands going out there? Rates, I don't know. You still have to you just you have to pay rates, right? Even if it's empty, you have to pay um, insurance again if it burns down. Uh, you still have to pay the standing fee for things like electricity and gas. See, my, all of these things. Right, okay, that's fair uh, enough. Well, now, what I'll yeah. say is my impression was that the sale of the fats would enable the building to be redeveloped and opened. No, that, that was, wasn't viable. It wasn't was, viable in the end. Who says it weren't viable? Well, they looked at all these options. Who's, and I, this is the thing, Sean. They've not gone to... When, and, and this is the thing... And, and, took and, good advice. I'm, I'm Nigel, I think you're just trying to make mischief. I'm not trying to miss this. I'm asking questions, yeah, because there's no way really of knowing, is there? But what well, I'm saying you know is... What? The AGM, you can ask these it... questions. You're a member. Oh, the AGM asks these questions. Well, in COVID right. times, you I have always found, I have found the committee, and you know some of the committee very well, yeah, yeah. very open. If you ask them a direct question, they give you a direct answer. They may not have to be able to publicise everything in the open. Right? Fair enough. But I think they've I got the best interests of the members like at heart. And, and this is the thing that with a built with that building, for me, and that's what I'm saying. I thought it was about getting that building open because the, right. if they'd but, have got the building what? open, people would have gone now. I honestly do believe that. I honestly do believe that, especially with the loss of the East End Working Man's Club, that they could have done something 
with it. Because at the end of the day, yeah, it it may technically still be under the control of the West Ham Supporters Club Committee. It is. Yeah. That's my understanding. It's a sub right. But what's it going to be? It ain't ever now, is it? You, you, it ain't ever going to go back to being anything to do with West Ham fans. But you know what? There, there were other things they looked at in the past. The possibility of becoming a a, a, a religious um, place. I'm not going to go into details. Well, look, as and, long as and, and that... But hold up. As soon as it goes away from the fans, that's it. it. For me, it don't matter what it becomes. Well, it's a sublease. We, you know, supports, as far as I'm aware, and, and I don't know the full details, I thought it was a sublease. I might be wrong. Maybe it has transferred completely, but I thought it was a sublease. No, uh, I, and Newham I, I, have agreed. I don't know. To, uh, what I'm saying is, it's, it's subleased. Community it, I, use. That this is the main thing. Community use. What it's is the what use of the community? It's Can community we move use. on? Yeah, let's move on. We good good point. Anyway, uh, if you're listening. Uh, um, that's another the West Ham official do. supporters club. Uh, I think you're doing a good job, and you look after the members. And uh, Nigel's entitled to his opinion, but he's wrong. Uh, <laughs> any, Nigel's any other, entitled to his stupid opinion. Any, any other any other business before we move on to question time? No, we've gone through that. This is what got us in the bleating conversation about the supporters club. Move on to question time. Do it, do it now. Yeah, it's Facebook, Twitter, question time, where you, the eight listeners, get to ask us, the three presenters, uh, just eight questions, because there can't be more than any eight questions, because we've only got eight listeners. So at eight questions, we'll probably stop. Yeah, Nigel? Uh, No. 14. We are the people's podcast. Yeah, we are. We let the people talk. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's all about the people. Without you, we're nothing. And that's not you, Sean. Me? Me? That's <laughs> not you, me, Sean. they're nothing. All right. Okay. No, the listeners. Okay. All right, so earlier this evening, I said, recording tonight, is your chance to ask a question that those attending tonight will do the best to answer. That's all I put. Yeah, so I was a bit busy tonight. Um, first up, sixteen comments, people. Just uh, um, y- y- you know, <coughs> at the moment, it's Auntie Pen. Nothing like nepotism, is it? Putting your arm oh, first. Well, it ain't my fault, is it? It's just the way they come up. Auntie Pen. I've missed your Auntie Pen. I, Auntie Pen. I, I, I have missed her. I have missed her. We'll, we'll, we'll all be back together soon. Evening all, she said. I'll be the first to admit, she says. I wasn't happy when Moyes came back, but happy to eat humble pie uh, with custard pen or shaky milk and admit I was wrong. He's doing a great job in her opinion. And what does differ to some to each to our own? We are playing the best football for a very long time and are in a fantastic position in the league. But there are people moaning. Who would have thought it? Uh, I've seen it all and heard it in the last 53 years, uh, giving away our age. Uh, And it seems to me it's the younger supporters who want everything in an instant and are not keen to watch something develop. Not sure who will agree, but that's fine. 
I still want the witch gone. Brady out! Brady out. I agree with every word you said, Pen. Every word. Yes, I do. It, 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 it does. How I, old is Auntie Pen? I'm not giving her age away. But she's she your mum's sister. Yet? Has she had the vaccine yet? Probably. Well, she's over 53. Yes. Yeah. Have you had your vaccine yet? No. Now. No. Lenny? No. No, no not yet. I'm taking no. the missus next week. Oh, she's nice. got there ahead of me. I don't know if she managed that. No. Might. Not, not, not yet. So, the, the, the maddest thing I saw this week was uh, talking of that is someone set up a petition to... To oh, schoolboy error. Uh, who left the phone that? on? That's me. Who do you think? Um, uh, yeah, a petition to retire the Mark Noble number. Oh, here we off. go. You know, when you think, and this is the thing, this modern age, and it's not just football, this modern age thing of let's start a petition, you know, it, it, it's crept in the last four or five years. Give it a rest. There's a petition on everything now, isn't it? Waste of people's time. Oh, I'd bring back the number six shirt myself. I thought you was going to say I'd bring back hanging. No, I, I, I really did think you were going to say that. No, uh, I'm not into capital punishment, but I, I do. I, I would bring back the number six shirt actually, because the thing about a shirt like that is, is if you retire it, you should do it <coughs> there and then. You know, they retired Bobby Moore's shirt about 25 years or, or 20 years yeah. after he died. You know, Alan Devonshire wore the number six shirt. Yeah, um, yeah, and made it as you know as iconic. Yeah, as iconic. You know, so it's a bit. I agree with you. So anyway, next up is uh, Appy Chops himself, uh, the the Welsh wizard of, of <laughs> whatever is Everfordshire, uh, the Myrian Williams. Oh, boys, he says in that in that uptone voice of his. Uh, we are in fifth place, not by luck, but by merit. So who? So he says. So who do we? I think he's talking Welsh now. So who do we not set up that way when playing the likes of Liverpool and Man United? Why I think you mean. Yeah. So why do we? Why not do set I think you're way? right? But it's probably Welsh. Perhaps who in, in why in Welsh? Uh, we offer too much respect. He says. Cliche, Marian. Cliche. Yeah. Uh, it says, Nigel knows that my lower league side is Salford due to the fact he went to university in that city. Uh, so what are the lower league sides you all keep an eye on? You got an eye, Len, on the lower league side? No, do you know what? I don't anymore. I keep an eye on um, uh, Maidenhead because of death. Yes. And funny enough, Ray does as well. He was talking to me on the phone. He was at his eye on the score as well. So it's good that, I mean, we, you know, it's funny how an ex-player can make a connection to another team like that and we all sort of still support him. Hmm. It's good. So I do look out for that. They lost, by the way, to Dagenham and Redbridge. Um, but I, I'm finding it more difficult now. When it was Saturday afternoon football, most of the time, you could keep up with everything was going on. There was a bit more of a culture there. Now, there's so much of it that you can see, and it's all a little bit fragmented. Um, I find it a little bit more difficult. I don't even watch Match of the Day anymore. No, I've not watched Match of the Day for ages. I watched the big match Revisited. Uh, I'll I keep take forgetting. 
Um, but I mean, lower league team. I've said it before. Orient. Orient. Yeah, the sack their manager recently. Was yeah, I noticed that. And they got a draw the other night. They're, they're middling table. I suppose we should be happy with that. Realistically, at least they're not fighting relegation. Um, non-league team. I, I like. Mon league team, I still look at Ebbsfleet's results, but they've scrapped that league now, the um, National League South. So um, that's probably the two teams that I look for. Sean? Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm on mute. Yeah, I'm on mute. Sorry, I was talking away. <laughs> uh, non-league team, the Tanners. The Lead, Tanners, as I said. Yeah. Yeah, it did say. That's your reflection, isn't it? In the mirror. Um. And, and also, if I uh, stay a little bit local, also Dorking, I've got a small. Um, um, what about soft spot AFC Wimbledon? Well. Uh, do you know what? Well, they're not long. They're league. They're not. Uh, <laughs> you said non-league, didn't you? No, we said lower lower league. league. Oh, lower league. All right. Salford so I was non-league. This is lower league. All right. Uh, so, Dork, just to go for Dorking, Dorking Wanderers FC, by the way. But uh, yeah, I have got a soft spot for AFC Wimbledon. Um, my my office is very close to the Kingstonians ground they used to play. Um, obviously, you'll you'll be aware that one of the original podcast presenters played for AFC Wimbledon, Rhys yeah, Jones. Yeah. Um, and I used to go and watch him a few times. Um, and and I was um. Uh, one of the members of AFC Wimbledon, I, I paid me, um, you know, my my, what's it called, direct debit every year to yeah to become a. I don't anymore, but but when they first started off, I thought oh, yeah, no, I I I agree with what they were trying to do. So uh, I've got a soft spot for AFC Wimbledon. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, Marion cheerfully goes on. Uh, with plans for a Monsters movie directed by Rob Zombie, he's put, I kid you not, uh, which was your favourite, the Monsters or the Adams Family and why? Oh, the Monsters. Was it? I oh, see, I was Adams Family. No, only because of 
um, Fred Gwynn. Uh, and I thought the funniest part was the opening credits. What, to the monsters? Yeah. They all date, don't they? Yeah. I mean, if you showed that, showed that to a young kid now, I mean, that they wouldn't get it. I remember my brother showing my niece, Lorna Nardi. We used to have us in stitches. Just didn't understand oh, it. Oh, I watched that just... film the other day. God, that was a bit sad, actually. Oh, yeah, well, it's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, there's more. Anyway, it's, it's, it's not Lauren Hardy podcast. We'll get no, uh, he finishes. He says, seeing Dodsey's back garden with no grass because Dodsey's just moved into a new house uh, in the garden at no grass. It reminds me of a famous Joe Namath quote. He's putting brackets. Namath. Uh, yeah, ask George. Uh, I'll tell you. Sean, later, if you stop talking. Uh, when asked if you prefer turf or grass, his answer was, I've never smoked turf. Yeah. Do you know who Joe Namath was? Or... Namath. Yeah. Sean? No. No, he was a New York Jets quarterback, I believe. Well, there you go, buddy. I didn't know him from The Simpsons. Oh, right. No, Don't yeah. watch that. <laughs> rubbish. He was one of the stars of the early 70s, I believe. Uh, next up, it's Belinda Kai 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 Ketis. Evening, peeps, she puts. Uh, why do you think we lose our way against top teams? Apart from Man City, we haven't put on the greatest display and seem cautious. But she's not complaining about the season, however. The team has been excellent. I just wish they played with a little bit of belief as their place in the table has been earned. Uh, she loves the show. Four kisses. That must be two for me. P.S. She says, is the podcast coup over now? Well, who knows? Um, I, I'm a bit of a rebel. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, You're yeah. not very good at it, are you? I'm a rebel with a cause. So, I, I probably will. Um, you know, too much thing. Too much of something's not a good thing or whatever the saying is. So, <laughs> I will... Uh, I will uh, strike when it's least expected. The coup will be back. Maybe, maybe the rebel alliance was put down uh, this time. But uh, be aware, be afraid, be very afraid. Sean, you do what you're fucking told, and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I mean, in regards to a question, the teams we've lost against this season. I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. So we've lost to Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, and Newcastle. Is that it? I think that's it, isn't it? Mm. Um, Pretty Tottenham, they're a top team. Yeah. I don't like to admit it, but they are. Is that a lack of the way we play against the bigger teams. I ignored the Newcastle result because I think we were caught cold first game of the season. Um, the one thing West Ham have always done is it's normally we would play better against the better teams and, and nick a few points and then blow it against the Wolves and the, and the Leeds and the Aston Villas. But this season, we've actually beat the teams or took points against the teams that we all think we should be beating. But then when we've gone up against the better teams, we have, um, we've come up a little bit short. Now, is that Moyes? 
Or we, or should we just be happy with for once we're actually beating everyone we think we should beat? Bit of both. Yeah. We beat Leeds, uh, um, Leicester. They're a top team yeah. now. Thrashed them. I get your point. There's a satisfaction about beating the teams that we should be beating. I must admit, it's quite refreshing. Hmm. Do you want to add anything, Sean? Or? No. No. Right, okay. Uh, Charlie Fox says, evening all. He said, uh, anyone know why Balbuena, say it, Sean. Balbuena? Uh, suddenly wants out. He's been in and out of the team, so that's not a new factor. Has his head been turned, Sean? I think it's the I think it's the agent. The agent seems to like to speak a lot. Um, uh, uh, look, do you want truth? I don't think he's yeah, been offered do. a new. I don't think he's been offered a new contract either. Ooh. Is that right? And I don't oh, know no. why that is. Uh, may, maybe his agent was asking for too much wages. Maybe you know. Agents want their payday, and they think he's got more chance of of uh, being a free agent, getting a signing on fee, and, and and making more than he's making at West Ham. You know, he did good for us. What was he three point three point six million or something from Corinthians in two thousand eighteen under Pellegrini? From memory, I think it might have been less than that. I thought it was three point six, but I might be wrong. One of Pellegrini's better signings. Mm. Yeah. Uh, next up, Sean Cronin. Uh, says evening, chents. Keep up the good work. Brady out. Will, Brady out. Will Len's Bobby Moore artwork get a mention? Nice one, Len. He says. Thank you, Sean. Um, was that for sale? If anyone wants to buy it on my website. Yeah. Was that an NFT? Was it or that is it? I've sold the NFT. Oh, so that's someone else's property. Uh, Paul... You can buy it off them. Oh right. That'd be good enough offer. No, you're right. Uh, that's the beauty of investments. Paul Noland. Sales director at seven seven six eight Watch Consultancy, sales director UK and Europe at Victoria Hyde, and brand director at Cronenby says, "Evening all." Uh, he's got a quick question tonight. He says, "Yeah," but then he freaking goes on. What did you think of the setup on Sunday? Far too negative for me. I think we covered that. Surely we'll have started with Ben Rama and Lanzini. Sort of covered that. We'll always be the issue with Moyes running scared of the bigger teams. Bit harsh, I think, there, Paul. Uh, but he thinks we can get another 20 points. A couple of other points, he says. Apart from that was the quick question. A Sean become the pretty Patel with the podcast and stopping protests and freedom of speech. Uh, he also- uh, I, 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 I allow free. Look, I think people are overreacting. I, uh, w- after me putting ten, right? Actually, we read out everything, so you know. Yeah, we said backfired then, didn't it? No, it didn't backfire because no, then they sort of protested. PR for it, Sean. Uh, it's oh. just the difference between me and you. People like me, and they don't like you. And it's a, bit like, it's a bit like Piers Morgan, you know? No one likes Piers Morgan, but they remember Piers Morgan and they don't remember the name of that weatherman. What's his name? I don't even know what his name is. What's his Alex name? Alex Beresford. <laughs> Never heard of him. There you go. Point uh, made. He goes on about Dodds' grass. He said, and Nigel and Len, I think my co- cockney alphabet is pucker. Uh, let's hope for the three points against us. Um, 
your cockney alphabet was shockingly poor. Just 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 to go back to the old story, I'm not opening old wounds. Yeah. West Ham Clubhouse to have new lease of life. That's the headline. Oh, have you wrote the story already then? Yeah, of course. That I quick. <laughs> yeah. So I'll West Ham Clubhouse. Out, yeah, yeah. I'll point out yeah, to you the email because yeah. you have missed it. I missed and it. Even read yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. And in that time, see people, that is a master at work, isn't it? That is a master at work. The headline, Clubhouse to have new lease of life. Do you get it? Little pun there? Yeah, you can see how well he does, and it? You can see why there's always loads of spelling mistakes because he just <laughs> writes it out quick and can't be bothered to pay for Grammarly. Uh, Ed Hughes says, uh, evening, uh, does Moyes have an imposter syndrome? Every time we play a big team, it goes ultra-defensive rather than playing what has been working all yeah. season. I agree. Is that right? Well, I think it I is. Have, yeah, I do. If anyone see it, go and look on the Daily Mail um, in the sports section. One of the writers, I th- it might have been Martin Samuel, done a piece on Moyes today about his, how he's, if he wants to be with the big boys, he's got to do a lot damn better than when he plays them, basically. Uh, Dodsey says, all right, my handsome's how's you doing? Uh, Brady out. Brady out. He puts Brady and, out. The, and the Sean protest is still on. Oh, piss off. Nigel or Sean, is it right I'm hearing they're building a road up to the front of the stadium for buses and taxis? Uh, Why would you know? I'm not sure. I've not heard anything about that, though. Are they? It has been discussed, but I don't think I haven't seen it go through planning yet. No, and where are they going to put this road up to the front of the stadium? Well, uh, there is already a ring road already, as you know. No, so when you see the front, it's different. So it's all right. So there is no front of the stadium, so to speak. Uh, It is obviously, and you can drive right into a number of gates around it. So uh, uh, I heard they were looking for accessibility to get more people close to the stadium. But building a road, no, no. They're looking at a way to get people closer. Um, Monorail. Hmm? Monorail. No, I think I think it would involve, you know, more buses and, and uh, taxis Tracks. being able to, to drop off closer to the stadium on the ring road. But I don't think it's going any further than that is what I hear. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it, if you look at where we used to come in, if we were coming out of the um, supporters club when it was uh, over on the west side, <coughs> the the road there goes very close, which is where the Bobby Moore Academy School is. Yeah. So they could allow cars to drop people off yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that, that that's, that's what I've heard. That's the plan. So that the, as you know, they close all that down, although some people seem to get through is to allow more people to get closer. But that's that's a planning issue for uh, London Development Agency control the land and, and Borough of London. I don't Building a road, no. The roads are already there, mate. Uh, nice try, but your information's wrong. You won't make an ITK. Uh, he then goes on. Um, he's frustrated with tactics and um, 
It's hard to have a go at anyone, although he does because we're fifth in the league. But then he says, Sean, which day of the week or next week would I actually start the process of applying for season tickets for next season? Have you got a, a, a season ticket renewal update for the listeners, Sean? What, what does he want to know? They're already you can you can renew already. Can you? I think you can. Yeah. Well, I think you. Should, well, it depends, and it because because I want to use my club cash. Don't I need to wait for the first of April? Uh, well, it depends on you, you. You're right. So if if you want to pay, uh, I think you've got to wait for your last one to go in. Um, yeah, but they're paying all. The, uh, didn't they, they sent an email where they were going to pay up the last games yeah. in advance, so we so we could give it all back to them yeah. uh, minus the ten percent. Yeah, which if you think about it, if, if I've got the ten percent as well in advance, and I'm lucky in the ballot. Yeah. Did they just take the money out of the 10%? Because technically, I'd get that game for nothing then, didn't I? Yeah, you do. Absolutely. If I'm lucky. Well, you get, you get 19 games, so... Is he going to be lucky, Sean? Yeah. Uh, I'll put in a word. <laughs> <laughs> he could be lucky. He could be lucky. Uh, I think it's See, terrible that's what I don't like, yeah. do that. The jump, queue, jump, and everything. You, you, you yeah, know. it's awful. You know, but, no uh, shit, queue jumping. But believe me, if I knew the right people, I would be jumping that queue. Uh, we should have, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think I've said that this this before, right? Yeah. So, roughly speaking, yeah, right. There, there are fifty-two. Um, so hmm, fifty-two thousand season ticket holders, yeah. right? But uh, how many didn't renew? It was like. Do you remember how much was thirty four thousand paid the money? No, I yeah, yeah, but money we, we want to go back stopped. a step from that. How many people didn't renew? And then a third of the people remaining chose, like Jay, um, chose option three, and therefore that took another third out. And I think you're right. It was about twenty thousand or twenty one thousand people. That actually paid their money and took the ten percent. More than that. So if it I is it about twenty thousand, that gives us a one in two chance. One in two. I was about to say. I think you've got about a fifty percent chance of winning the ballot on this one. All right. Mm-hmm. That's that's my estimate. I've got two tickets. So obviously one yeah. of them, Charlie's. But if Charlie wins, I'm having it. All right, okay. Non-transferable. Non-transferable. I don't know how you get away with being Charlie. Well, I'll just send them my details. Alan Woody Woodhouse has got a question, yeah? If there was going to be a Netflix, Amazon documentary at West Ham, what would we see and what would it be called? Everybody's second team is what it would be called. Cheeky bastard. Um... I'm, I'm, there's got to be a fun. I know what he means. Yeah. You know what I'd call it? The circus is back in town. No place like home. Unfortunately, it would just be called um, All or Nothing, West Ham. Oh, that's it'll be, on Amazon. It'll be fucking nothing. Yeah. Hammers or bust? Brady out. It'll be good. The London Stadium Dream. Is is the title? As I said, that's no place like home. Uh, works on different ways. So you have to look at it, what I'm saying. See, 
I see what you did there. He's uh, like it. See, yeah, I can be clever. I wouldn't be surprised if West Ham are, you know, everyone's seen how successful the whole um, Sunderland was, and 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 in some ways the Spurs one. Yeah, but Sunderland was be... it successful because Sunderland was a car crash of a club. Naturally, they know. Yeah, it was, and that's why I think, you know, <clears throat> and the Spurs one was so good because of uh, Jose Mourinho, who was a character. I think. Um, it would be great TV um, due to the incompetence that goes on at West Ham. Uh, if if it was a real fly-on-the-wall documentary, um, you know, not just of the football, but, you know, <laughs> sitting in on the ticketing meeting. Talking of that, I, I hear the new ISC have a ticketing subgroup. Been there before, haven't we, Nigel? Yeah, we'll. Let's see what they achieve. Can they achieve anything like I achieved? I only went to one meeting and I managed to get tiered percentage of what you did. did. Yeah. <laughs> Madly. You did. Yeah. Uh, Gary Prince, your mate, Sean, uh, said, can you tell us more about the European Conference League and would you be happy for us to play in it next season? Brady out. Brady out. European what Conference is the European Conference? I don't even know about this. They've restructured the, the UEFA Cup. I didn't learn about it, so I didn't no, think it would involve us. Another tournament. So you're going to have Champions League, Europa League, and then you're going to have for the yeah, also runs, the European Conference League. So what 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 um what you got to do to get in this? Um, from, Fucking uh, badly as things stand. Win the league. league I think if Tottenham win the League Cup, they go in the Conference League. But this is winnable. I mean, the good thing about it is, you know, uh, we could be how in How many it, pieces does the, the Premier League get for this Conference Cup? I don't... I don't I think admit, nothing's don't changed FA like Cup that. goes UEFA Cup. Fifth spot goes Hang on, hang on. UEFA. When you say UEFA, I, I know Europa League. Oh, you Europa talk about Europa League. League. I'm still talking old money, sorry. You do? So, fifth spot goes Europa League. Yeah. Um, FA Cup goes Europa League. League Cup, I'm sure, goes into this new European Conference League. Which you would have um, gone Europa in the past. You would have done, yes. Yeah. But I, 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 I think there's a league entry for it as well. I don't think there... I think, actually, it comes down more... No, don't quote me on this, but what I, when I saw this video about it on YouTube, it said it's more about, um, you know, when they don't qualify for the Champions League and they go into UEFA, uh, and I think that's happened with the UEFA as well. It's They've changed the structure of that bit. That's the important bit. Right, so I'll read it out. So Yeah, I'm reading it. it but go on. The UEFA Europa Conference League, colloquially, well, I don't know how to pronounce that word, uh, referred to as UEFA Conference League, is a planned annual football club competition held starting in 2021 by UEFA for eligible European football clubs. Clubs will qualify for the competition based on their performance in the national leagues and cup competitions. And, and, it, no and it works. Shit. So I think if you win it, you automatically qualify for the Europa League next season. There's going yeah. to be. Uh, here's an interesting. Clubs. Here's, here's the weird thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the the better 
country you are, the less place you have. So the first five associations, England being two, get one place. So that's the next League Cup winners. Yeah, yeah. So the next six to 15 and 51 to 55 get two places, right? Qualifications. And that's the right. associations get three teams qualify. That's right. That's what I mean by the change of the restructuring, you see. Yeah, yeah. Because so, so it are, means. Kind of... Yeah, you're right. It, it's, it's a really, you know, one English team. Watered down, yeah. One Spanish team, one German team, one Italian team, one French team. But then when it goes down to Portugal, Russia, Belgium, Ukraine, Netherlands, Turkey, Austria, Denmark, Scotland, Czech Republic and Cyprus. No, no, not Cyprus, Czech Republic. It's two teams. And then when you get to the real shit, (coughs) sorry, Stel, Cyprus, Switzerland, Greece, Serbia, Croatia, I'm probably upsetting a few people, Sweden, Norway, Israel, um, uh, Belarus, Bulgaria, Romania, Poland, Slovakia, Liechtenstein, it's free. And I could go on uh, a lot more free. Liechtenstein got three teams. Uh, no, actually, there's a little note for Liechtenstein. It's only one. <laughs> because Liechtenstein have one team to qualify uh, because they don't have many competitions. You're right. Because it only organises domestic cup and no domestic league. It doesn't have even a well, <laughs> love it, that. it doesn't even have a domestic league. See, actually, this is the... F- no, they've only got a national team. Um, the... F- Funny thing is, so if you look at it, so the League Cup final is Man City Spurs. So obviously we're all Manchester City that day, um, which is a repeat of the 1981 FA Cup final, uh, for those that remember it. Uh, And then who scored for Man City and Spurs in the first game? Do you know that, lads? McKenzie. In the first game at Wembley. Oh. No. Wasn't, wasn't it that McKenzie? No, he, no, it he wasn't. Um, hang on a minute. Um, I want to see his face. It weren't Paul Power. It was Tommy Caton. Oh, no. he was so close. Tommy. Oh. oh. He looked like Paul Power and his first name was he Tommy. Did. Tommy Hutchinson. Yes. Yes, scored both ends of the goal. I think he was the first to do it before... Came off his shoulder, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, before Look. Mabbott did it in the um, 87 Cup final. Uh, just to bore people about FA Cup facts. Uh, but, so, if if Man City win it, it doesn't go to Spurs. If Spurs finish outside the European qualification, it will go to the team that finishes six. Unless... <coughs> a team in the top five win the FA Cup, then it will drop to the team finishing seventh. I've got a bad feeling about that Spurs-Man City game. Yes. Anyway, next up is Ziggy Stardust, Davey Jones. Oh, uh, Dave. Evening all. Uh, he said he's seen lots of people saying the Man U game was the missed opportunity. But I'm sure if you said at the start of the season, we'll only get beat 1-0 at Old Trafford and still be in the game, we'd have been happy. Yeah. Uh, worst teams have got better results there, though. I would say that. Uh, I get our expectations have been raised, but I think we sometimes forget this is West Ham when we should know better. Yeah. 
it'd be nice to get into Europe, but I just want the team to give 100% every game. He says, apologies to Lent. I tried to watch the homework set, but as soon as I realised it was American, he switched it off. Oh, he should have persevered. However, American cartoons I will watch. So I think he's asked you this already, uh, Sig. You have done this already, uh, Wilmer or Betty. I think yeah. Uh, no, no, it was Flintstones or the Jetsons, and I went. No, I you weren't. No, 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 no. It was, it was a question. My no, answer was, right. was it. Yeah. I remember saying, "Oh, I remember Betty's hot." Yeah. That's exactly what you said last time. Yeah, she's hot, baby. Wilma's a little bit creepy. Uh, Betty, oh uh, yeah. I bet old Barney got some bedrock a lot of the time. Sharing that that wooden house, uh, oh, that stone house. You don't need to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Brown. Evening, chaps. He says, great pod as always. With the obvious impact of injuries and absences at the weekend, if the worst was to happen and we suffer an injury to either Suchek or Rice, which one do you all think we could cope with best with losing? Mm. Rice. Million times rice. Well, you think we uh, think better with rice missing than suit? Yes, hundred percent. I don't think so, actually. Well, I'm I'm in don't want to find thing. out. No, I think we'd. No, miss not rice. not do I, but I think Suchek is the glue that fits everything together, and we would miss him more. Well, I, I think. think rice is the glue that puts everything together. Well, you, you, that's why we have a the way we cook it. Um. You, you got to, Do you want to settle the debate, Len? What way are you going? Sue check or rice? Oh, it's a good question, that it is. It? Well done, Anthony. Uh, I think we'd miss rice, and I, I can see, I do understand Sean's point, but I think that the, what we have with rice, we've got a player of such consistency, we we're not even noticing what he does anymore. Or we're taking it for granted, and one day he, he will get injured. He can't play every single game, although he's having a good go at it. And when he does, we're going to see someone we've seen in a long while. And I'm not looking forward to that day. And he'll probably play fucking noble. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's, it, it, it? Yeah, but it, perhaps having noble, Suchek and Rice don't work. Perhaps you could have Noble with rice and Noble with Suchek. Maybe. Maybe you have beans with rice and then chicken with rice. <laughs> what about peas and rice? How about cheese and rice? No, you can't. Well, you, want, you want to bring Tony Curry back and have curry and rice. Oh. I just think we haven't discussed cheese enough lately, so I, I just we wanted to just bring cheese into the conversation back again. Uh, A little bit of halloumi. Michael Levy Jr., the soul singing superstar of Tenerife, says, and Facebook and YouTube people, check him out. Um, Evening always says, with a lofty league positions comes lofty expectations. Indeed. But are some of our fans too reactionary? Uh, He saw a few having a meltdown after losing the Man U. Do we think it was the result or the performance that was the disappointment? Uh, for me, the performance was disappointment, as was the result. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps the result was the disappointment, actually. I've seen us play worse and win. Would you um, result or performance? Performance. 
Joe? The result with we trying to yeah we trying to achieve something. It's all about the results now. Where See, my my job is to say the opposite of what you say. Oh, right. that is your. I job. know my part, and I play it well. Well done, Pete. <laughs> uh, on the flip side, he said he was pleased to see the praise for us having a go against Man City. He said, "But does anyone else join in religiously with Len with the Brady out? Brady out? He yeah, said, Brady out. We all do." Yeah, I did clip that. Sean going Brady out. Mark Hunter. We don't speak anymore, just to be clear. Although, she doesn't speak to you anymore. Well, we don't make of, out it's mutual. All right, we made up. Uh, I don't email her. I don't message her anymore. So, you know, there has to be communication. And, and we did used to talk quite a bit, and we don't now. So there is no opportunity uh, to smite one uh, in the first place. But I burnt my bridges in what I said, uh, although I offered her an olive branch and she did accept it. She probably uh, ate it. The, the, the damage, <laughs> the da- look, the damage was done. And, and I get that, you know, I, I crossed the line. I, I crossed the serious line with her and, and, and that's it. They're, they're, you know, it, it's, it's over. Mark Hunter, this is evening, long time listener of the pub, first time on it. You thought he looked like a new name. He said, in principle, he gets why Johnson came in for four nails, but we had to replace Lingard with a nearest similar player. Uh, take your pick of the two subs, but not Noble. Uh, he's a seasoned cold that lives in Bournemouth. He's originally from Chelmsford. And why is he building up to this? Because he said, but my mum's birth was registered at West Ham Town Hall. Am I in? Nah. He knows he's not in. Blimey. Um, well, maybe he's you should born bring... in Chelmsford and lives in oh, Bournemouth. Yeah. His mother's got nothing to do with it just because you... her birth was registered. Hang on a there. minute. I, I think he deserves the right. I think used twos should bring out uh, propaganda and, and give him a chance. Well, we got we got, we got a weekend night. with no football coming up, so we'll we'll arrange um, some for that weekend. All right. Do you think? I think after this week, after the Arsenal game, we've got a weekend off with no. We weekend. have this international break. Yeah, I'm going to just yeah. might have to take some notice of some England players this weekend yeah. or next weekend. Um, You're going to release them as NFTs. Yeah, might do. And I might have an England project that someone might have commissioned. You oh, never yeah. know. The oh, people yeah. could get involved in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Well, Exciting you said to news. me, but I don't know if you've announced it to the podcast listeners. No, not yet. Exciting news. I can't give everyone. It's exciting news daily at the moment. I can't give it all out at once, can yeah, I, Sean? True. No, true. True well, that. I'll a little bit back. True that. That's why I'm so investable. Hint, hint, everybody. <laughs> Festival. That's a Festival. Yeah. <laughs> um well, they made it when I was a kid anyway. Stuart Ling. He says evening news lads. Uh as the criticism Stuart. As the criticism of Moyes since the starting lineup against the Manx was announced, being a tad harsh at times or totally justified. I will I'll tell you I'll, I'll jump in there, Stu. It ain't been a tad arse. It's been really fucking arse. Uh, 
I can understand the frustration by the final whistle, but the meltdown on social media before a ball was even kicked seemed a bit over the top. As justified, I don't think it was justified in hindsight either, Stu, to be fair. No. Um, I did feel at the time that maybe he wanted to keep it as tight as possible until the break, what with four nails being injured, before bringing the fair players on in the second half. He says it backfired in the end when Man United broke the deadlock. Well, let's get this right, though. We broke the deadlock. Not not a criticism of Dawson. You know, they did not score the goal. <laughs> we scored it. So, that, you know, so they didn't really, for me, it, they had the better chances, as I said earlier, once we went to a back four. So, and it all changed. He said, um, Noble being picked for the starting lineup was incredible, if not predictable. Uh, I did promise myself I'd spend a bit less time on West Ham's social media pages at the start of the year for this exact reason. Well, I've I've joined you there. I do post less. I think yeah. it's definitely time now to be honest, especially before the games and afterwards if we've been beaten. Brady out! Brady out! Nicholas Harvey <laughs> says, Evening, Nigel and Len. He says, evening Nigel and Len very disappointing another game versus the top six where we didn't really give them a game we certainly missed four nails industry and you have to say the lack of squad depth is starting to show and we'll continue to do so as we finished but he has got a question Moyes said after the game he wouldn't do things differently but do you lot think Moyes sets up too negatively versus the top six teams? I do, and I hope we're more aggressive versus the arse. I thought that question that was put to him was a bit out of order, actually. I would like to see the bloke say that to Mourinho. Yes. Because um, that's what they're implying, isn't it? Yeah. That's what they're saying. They're probably looking through their Twitter feed, and then they ask a question. And look, if it would have been a nil-nil like it was in the cup, that would have been deemed a good result. We'd have been two points behind the fourth place with a game in hand. Yeah. But is he... <clears throat> I think you've got to be a little bit more fair to him on this one with the injuries. He has been in the past. I think ordinarily Lingard would have played. So he had to play the, the hand he was dealt and... That's the way I yeah. look at it. I think yeah. if Lingard had been available and Fournells had been about, a bit, a, they would have played. They'd have played, and yeah. you would have we would have seen a different performance. I'm not saying we would have yeah. won because I think it, it, as sometimes when we're if we're too attacking, teams like Man United can snap you in three seconds. Yeah. With the with the front line of Rashford and Greenwood, they've got that ability to do that. Man City can do it. Liverpool still have the players that can do it. We've seen it. So you have to be tread a bit carefully when you're in mm. a counter-attacking team like we are. Mm. And if he would have had them players, it wouldn't have been asked a disrespectful question, would he? Very harsh. Yeah. What do you think, Shawnee Warney? I wasn't asked the question. So I'm not going to answer it because it's. <laughs> oh no, you weren't. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no. So fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah. All right. Lee Goddard. 
uh, or Sarge, as we like to call him, says, <laughs> evening, fellas. He said, I'd like to just say it's podcasts like this that have kept me sane. Blimey, if we've kept you sane, Lee, you are in trouble. Over this yeah. never-ending COVID prison centres. So I'd like to thank you all for that. I'd like to thank you, Lee, for listening and taking the time to post. Uh, oh, it's a yeah, lovely nice thing. thing. It's a loving. Oh, let's love each we, other. We love our listeners. Uh, bearing in mind that I've been smashing the podcast throughout and I can't seem to get enough of them, I must avidly await him for this one. He admits to avidly awaiting this one each week. He thanks Sean for recommending all to play for with Joe Cole last week. Well, he got told by Ian Dow. So don't don't thank Sean for it because it ain't like he's even listened to it because I asked him yesterday if he's listened to it and he hadn't. I, I don't. I was listening to podcasts on my way to Nottingham back, but you hadn't listened got, to the Joe Cole one all the way. No, I didn't. I, I didn't I, get no, to that one. No. I listened to three hours of uh, so Price of Football. So he uh, recommended right, something he hadn't even bloody heard. I haven't listened to it. I, it's on my so, list. So it's got him thinking: what other good West Ham football-related podcasts are out there that I don't know about? Is there something I'm missing out on? So his question is. What is your favourite go-to podcast? Well, as I know, Sean's. Even if it's not football-related. Thank you. Keep out a good word. Brady out! Brady out! So let's get Sean out of the way first. Price of Football, man. What's your favourite football podcast? I do like the Price of Football. Um, but I do listen to other ones. Even though Kieran uh, went on KUMB. Uh, TV and not us. Yeah, no, no. I listen. I, I watch that. Although blo- a lot of adverts, <laughs> oh. trying to watch that on YouTube. Um, I, I, I sometimes listen to the indie podcast. I, I sometimes I, I like Peter Crouch podcast. Funny enough, um, as well. Um, Football ramble is is quite amusing. Um, you know, um, but to be honest. The only one I listen to week in, week out, except for our own one, is The Price of Football. I can't get enough of it. And I listen, I had to catch up because my problem is, look, I'll be honest with you, since lockdown, right, and we've all been working for a moment and not travelling as uh, much. Not I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Can, can I don't I, listen oh, yeah. to as much. Yeah, no, I know it's you're a commuter different. thing, isn't it? It's a commuter thing. I listen to podcasts yeah. in the car and I don't travel yeah. as much. So I... I I'm behind on podcasts, you know. I listen to. I used to listen to every West Ham podcast. I don't have any time to do that because podcast for me is in the car. For other people, it's when they run, and other people, I don't know, in the oh, bath. Let's put it like this: yeah, yeah. If you, you're getting in your car tomorrow and you're going to listen yeah. to a West Ham podcast, what are you listening to? Uh, more than just a podcast. I always try and oh. listen back. Yeah, uh, for quality and, and quality. And I, I giggled to myself last week. I'm giggling to myself and laughing to myself as I listen back to our podcast. Yeah. I, I, I do. Apart from that, then, so you got to take ours, our one out. What are you going to put on? You've already listened to more than just a podcast. You've still got another hour to go on your way back from rugby or wherever you are. Oh, was. you're trying to make me choose. No, on, so on a... come on. This is what he's asked, though. Answer the bloody yeah, question. Yeah, but he's answered that he doesn't do it. I'm in the same boat because I don't. Yeah, I've I don't developed a moment. bad habit. I I try to put them on while I'm working now, and it's the end of the podcast, and I realise I ain't listened to a word they said. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't put one against the other. I, I I've listened when I've had the time 
to the West Ham Way, West Ham Way USA, Green Street Hammers, uh, you know, Stop Hammer Time. It's an original one that I listened to many times ago, but I don't get a chance to listen, you know, and, and on it goes on. Three hammers that are two hammers. I don't know if that one's still going. Um, I, I don't have a favourite, and I certainly don't have time to listen to it every week in the same way. I'm sure they don't listen to ours every week. Um, well, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to my podcast. We, thing, go on, then. I've, I've got two West Ham podcasts in here. Go on. What's That's the other it. one? Shit Hammer Time. Oh, really? Because you always say, you give oh, them that grip. But... It's a joke. I call them Shit Hammer Time, whatever. I do enjoy it now and again. It does baffle me. Um, it's Phil Whelan's. It's Jim's Phil Whelan. Jim's on it a lot. Um, do they record every week? No, not every week. Sometimes they'll go like two, three weeks in a row, and then sometimes you don't get anything for a couple of weeks. Um, okay. The other week, it was good. They had a couple of uh, friends on, Sean, Mark Sandell and George Mann, and it was really interesting. It was it was a good was show. It? Yeah, it was. I, you know, I, you know, I, I called it shit hammer time with affection. Um, you know, as a joke, it, you know. So that is the one. Well, the they are one, the original. That to be yes. fair, um, I mean, we've been going is, ten years, and they they've have, been going what twelve or fourteen years. Fair play to them. They don't I, do it for the money either. I used to. The one that used to baffle me was that they have the poshest West Ham geezer on there. Posher than you, Sean. I think he's a lawyer. Who? I've heard that for that. Right. Jim is an English teacher, isn't he? No, not Jim. He's an irregular bloke. I can't remember his name. But it it just cracks me up. But he's he's West Ham through and through, you know. He knows his stuff. He's gone from the 70s and whatever. I'm not saying. It's just... For me, funny when I hear people talk like that, you know. Uh, I, How I mean, about the new kids on the block? Well, do you, you have Jake? Jake is the man, <laughs> even though he's not a man yet, he's still the man. <laughs> um, our ones like West Ham, why we drink, and well, why yes, we the, are West Ham, and the Green I spend Street a lot Hammers of time actually, West Ham Matters, and West Ham Facebook page. All right, okay, but that's because I'm trying to educate them. Yeah, I've, I've never listened very, to that podcast. Very good production values on that podcast. Really? I must say. Don't get me wrong, they, they they take their time editing it. They're not sort of, they don't just throw it out like us and try and be relevant. Yeah. Although the, the the fact of the matter is, they had a little little hiatus. It's probably because one of them nearly died, which reasonable reason to have a little hiatus. But I think it was something else. Uh, and I... Uh, I went out of the um, uh, the flow of it, and once it's a day old or so, and they're talking about a game of a few days ago, I'm just sort of not really. I never but get back into it. Are they two fans in, in, in Texas? In the states, yeah. They're, yeah, they're two Adam's West Ham fans living in Texas. They're both English, I believe. They're both, they're English. both English. They're expats. Okay. I mean, listen. I listened to the American West Ham podcast before they transferred. Um, I won't go any further than that. Um, I, I did used to enjoy listening to them too. Perhaps I'm being a bit harsh now. Um, you know, there's a lot out there now, though, isn't there? Yeah. So there it, isn't there. It, it is hard to um, 
You couldn't listen to all of them. No. No. I couldn't. I'd, I'd listened to that Green Street one twice. First time, I thought it was god-awful. And second time, I thought, let me just double-check. And yeah, it was god-awful. And the other one is the the, the one with Sam. Yeah, that's U-Irons. Yeah, yeah U-Irons. Yeah. Mm, not for me. Not forgetting, of course, the club's own Any Old Irons podcast, um, six episodes, limited edition of six episodes. Let's not forget that. Um, well, I didn't know about it. I couldn't forget it. <laughs> What's the club got to do with this? So that was it something to do with the club for? Well, because they released it. They released their own podcast, Any Old Irons. Do you not know that? Anyway, no, the answer to this question it, is, we don't discriminate. We're all inclusive here. We don't discriminate against any podcast. Listen to them all. I think if, if you just listen back to me, Sean, you'll find I just deep. <laughs> it, Nigel would do all the discriminating for us, Sean. Yeah. It's, it's interesting for that. you, right? right? And, and for those who complain this podcast is too long, I found a little trick, right? Yeah. And I did this with Kieran, and it's hilarious for Price of Football. Well, speed it, on, it up. Yeah. Play yeah. it on 1.5 speed. Have a play yeah. at 1.5 or even, even funnier, times two. You can still understand what they're saying and you get far, far, far bigger, more podcasts in in your traveling time than you ever would. So, or uh, slow us down and then you know you what Miriam sounds like. Yeah. yeah. I, I've done that before. If you slow it down, it oh, sounds dear. drunk. <laughs> anyway, we love all podcasts equally. Listen to them all after you've listened. Oh, to you them speak well. for yourself. Yeah. Uh, download the BBC Sands app, Lee. There's loads on there. There's a good boxing one um, on there now, I believe. Uh, Stelius Kiriaku, uh, our friend, not in Havana, but in Paphos, uh, says. Moyes out. What? Why do you think Moyes has yet to beat a so-called top six team away from home? Uh, is he too risk averse? This, uh, Stelios is. I don't know. Uh, in, in, since he started the rumor of Diop going to Liverpool, I can't take the guy seriously anymore. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Stel? Yeah. He's been a fucking bundle of joy in the last few days. Jesus fucking what, what, Christ. What, why has he been a bundle of joy? I was talking to him yesterday. Oh, he's actually. fucking miserable. He's put a fucking two-hour YouTube on. Jesus Christ. Moans about Moyes every fucking opportunity. Oh, does he? He's, he's moan, anti-Moyes. Moan, 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 moan. Start my fucking week with that. Fuck your ideas up. Oh, oh, Stel, you've upset then. Jesus Christ. Right, quickly on the Twitter, because there was a couple over there. Yeah, cool. Because, uh, you know, we can't neglect our, the Twitter RT that listening. Uh, Any Mark private Booth. messages sent to you? Uh... I also see you've turned into a bit of a 1 0 merchant on um, <laughs> Super <laughs> 6 now. You think I wouldn't notice? You think I wouldn't notice, you 1 0 merchant? Hey, oh, it's not working doing well for, me, for it, though, aren't you? It's uh, working for you, though, isn't it? Well, a little bit. Um, if you can't beat them, join them, Nigel. Uh, exactly right. Yeah, play you at your own game, 
That's what I thought. Uh, ben Rama played 20, goals none, assists four. Bowen played 28, goals five, assists three. Four nails played 24, goals two, assists three. Only a meltdown when one of these doesn't start, though, says Dan. 31, 60, 43, 40. Don't get it. There is a little bit of a Twitter loving with Ben um, Rama. Ben Rama. Mm. There, I, I don't want to point fingers at people, um, but they do kind of come from the same. Do you know what? Don't worry about it. Do you know what? I just, uh, and I'm sure you know this, you know, and um, I don't tweet anymore. In fact, do you know the last tweet I oh, tweeted? No, we talk about I. I it actually was a Canning Town Len tweet on the fourteenth of March about your retweet for a chance to win a studio art board version of Bobby. Who won that, by the way? Um, I didn't see that. It was. Hang on, let me just double check you. It was Rob Cundy. Oh, nice. There's a funny question, right? Yeah, there's a picture of Robbie with Ian Bishop. And um, I said, um, I'll let me missus pick it. I said, pick a winner out of that, but love. And she went for it. She him. Pointed at him. Him. He looks poor and he asks he can do with the money. I said, that's fucking Ian Bishop. He said, it's the other guy that's run the bleeding prize. <sighs> oh, dear. <laughs> and, and yes, yeah, so poor, poor. Before that, it was a retweet in a Holly Roder uh, appeal. And 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 the tribute to Kimberly on the eighth of March. I just don't tweet anymore, and I don't. You know, although I could have, and I said this last week, I could have gone after a few people on the finance stuff that I said come back when the finance is done and we talk about it. Then I decided not to because I don't play that game anymore. It doesn't bother me, and I'm better for it. But I do notice that someone, one of our listeners or one of our presenters, I don't know which. It's creating a new. It's not. It's creating a new Twitter account called AI Sean. I find it funny because obviously it was me that christened you AI Sean, um, but someone's took it a step further. And oh, it might be John then. It's someone that listens to the podcast because someone kind of quoted the podcast. Yeah. Very funny. Uh, got no listeners though, is he? I AI Sean. I think he's got me. How oh, is he? Yeah, I think I'll... Is it... Well, right, I'm asking you outright. Yeah, are you I.A. Nigel? No, I'm not. Len, are you A.I. Sean? No, I'm not. Okay. Are uh, you... uh, he, has, he has used the correct version of you. Yes. The proper full-size version. If A.I. Sean wants to contact me, I'll, uh, I'm sure I can uh, chuck him a I'm few I'm a big things. fan. Yeah, to tweet out. Please <laughs> 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 not me. <laughs> Go on, read it. I, I can't even find a, a, a AI, Sean. What, what what has he been tweeting out later, lately? Because uh, I'm going to read out. So, WHU Mark Reaper on Twitter, who we like to call Kevin. Um, yeah. Kevin! Uh, said, uh, did Fournell's absence from the United game demonstrate what a good player he is? Sometimes when a player does yeah. not play, you appreciate what he brings to the team. Brady out, out, out forever. Brady out. Brady um, out. Yes. There you go. 
that's it on Twitter, I think. Let me just skip through. B&Q, fuck off. Um, oh, people, well, we'll go to predictions. I'll give you a thing. Whatever you do, don't order online anything from B&Q if you live in East London because their depot are absolutely gobshite lying bastards. So go and shop elsewhere. Just don't bother with B&Q online. Now, AI Sean is actually plugged plugged uh, the Knees Up Mother brand video on Kieran Maguire that I got halfway through. All right, okay. Maybe maybe it's on from Knees Up Mother Brown. Let's have a look. If you're confused about real Sean's explanation of club's finances, then listen to Kieran. Oh, he's nice. Kieran Maguire's giving him a good plug. Yeah. There you go. Oh, it's probably Kieran Maguire. No, I know Kieran. That's it. Only, it's only three tweets. Two of them are plugging Kieran Maguire. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Really? Oh, it's Andy Mullet. But to be fair, he's used the right version of you, Sean. <laughs> All publicity is good publicity. Anyway, uh, well, this is a joke that you might understand, Sean, because I don't get it. He's, he, he's, he's like picture at the top says, I have a dumb question. And the bloke goes, there are no dumb questions. And then the other bloke goes, when you delete software, where do all the zeros and ones go? And the bloke goes, I stand corrected. Obviously, it is a dumb question. What's the joke behind that? Are you asking me? Well, yeah. Well, uh, funny you should say that, because the ones and zeros uh, don't go anywhere, really. Um, hard disks are, as you probably know, binary is, is a switch. It's a zero or one, off being zero and one being on. And, and therefore, all information is, is a set of binary ones and zeros. Uh, eight bits to a byte, a byte being a character. So every character... And that's where you get a kilobyte from a thousand kilobytes, 124 um, bits, um, is the way that computers are talking and how we we, um, we we create everything we see on the internet and everything else. But the the actual media, whether it be a hard disk, etc., is all ones and zeros, and depends on how it's generated, is what it is. And when you delete something then it's usually either random or all zeros or all ones or you can write it over or random pattern. So, yeah, the the person's right. Ones and zeros never disappear. (laughs) There has always got to be one state or the other. In the same way a switch can't be, is either on or off. It can't be in between. Does that explain it to you or have I bored you to shit? I I can put a switch in between on the bathroom. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Ah, but is the light on or off? Well, what I can it's if you on put a switch on when well, it's on then it's, it's it's one it's 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 a light on or off you can't have a light half on half off and don't talk about no, bloody can't. dimmer switches or off swing ah, for you. There you go. yeah oh yeah but we're not we're talking about switch on or off it's a geek it's job. on yeah, just... oh, okay it's, it's on. not it's funny on. geeks ain't funny well sometimes blockchain's funny Oh, blockchain's fucking great at the moment. Yeah. Gas fees. If you want low gas fees, get up at four o'clock in the morning. There you go. That's my little tip for you. Um, anyway, <laughs> predictions. Uh, 
Arsenal. Is it away? I haven't looked. I assume it's at uh, Highbury. <laughs> Joke. Uh, Emirates. Correct? Um, uh, I, I no. think... Is it at home? Well... Do a home game, but I thought we played them Does home. it matter? <sighs> um, Not really. I didn't think it did. I'll tell you now. Uh, one apiece for me. One, one at one all. Apiece. It's they at home, beat, yeah. Uh, it's at home. Oh, it is at home. It's the London oh, Stadium. Was, yes. Um, Nigel. Uh, three o'clock Sunday kickoff. Yeah. People asking. Shush. Uh, I think we'll win 2-1. Uh, which leaves Go me on, very on. generous. You're 1-0 um, you're going to take, aren't you? Go on, have your 1-0. I would on. like a 1-0 win. Um, yeah, you're just, you're you're like that switch, aren't you? I'm always on. 1-0. One, yeah. Binary. 1-0. One, 1-0. One, exactly. Anyway, uh, that's all the time we have. Um, by the time we finish this and run the thing, it will be a two-hour podcast, but we're at one fifty-eight as as we speak. But yeah, once the efforts good. get mixed in and everything... I have been Sean. Uh, Nigel has been... In my shed. There you go. Uh, and, and, and Len has oh, been... Was bit, um, pleased with his first week on OpenSea. Yeah. There you go. Open Sea. Town Len. Buy your NFT now. Um when the gas fees We're are. We're trying low. to make it sound a little bit less like a market stall. Well it is though, isn't More. it? Yeah. Come and get it. Come, Come on, get NFT. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.